We're rolling. Welcome back, everyone. Hey. This is episode 105. 105. Of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. Sure Brought is. to you by Black Belt Digital Marketing. <laughs> Anything you need to build your business on or offline, website design, Google ads, graphic design, printing, we can help. Check us out at Black Belt Digital Marketing on IG or check out our website, bbdigitalmarketing.com. Uh, right there on the homepage, you can request a free review of your entire online presence. That's right. So if you own a gym, you own a business, uh, you you focus on getting in local business. Is that, if that's your thing, we can absolutely help you get found thinking, more. Thinking about Check turning it out. pro. If you're thinking about turning pro and on being online, man. No. Yeah. No. That's not what that. They does. don't do that. No. So if you this want this for like a business that's looking for more local business, yeah, we can help them. They're we're focused on the Google business profile, mm-hmm. getting your map listing found more. Like there are ways, there are things that you could do to get that found more. So I get, you know, you're talking more like a social media side of things, like a fighter. We're not like into like, that's not a thing that we do. Like no, getting a press, like a press. No, no, it, it's, it's all focused around like businesses and mm-hmm. really being able to get yep. measurable results not just like likes yeah, and follows, like that's different. Okay. We do that for yeah. ourselves. I mean, what you just described is kind of what we do for Jiu-Jitsu Dummy. Like we don't mm-hmm. we don't promote for the address to get found. We promote for the social media to get found. Yeah, we don't do that for other people. I we do we are helping another podcast right now. Mm-hmm. We've worked out a really good program where we do everything post production. So we upload it online. We push it out to the different. You know, we use a host that pushes it out to different uh, platforms. Uh, we cut reels for him. We do everything that we do post production for them. So we're doing that. This is the first time we're doing it for a client. So we have that's cool. this and one other podcast. Nice. And now I'm, uh, more more and more people, it, it, it's become a thing. But it's you know it's kind of expensive. So it's like the average podcast is just getting started. Like they're not ready for us yet. It's like to build up a little bit, get a following, get some sponsors, and then you know most, you can bring most, in somebody most like podcasts us. Podcasts don't really make a lot of money, not for a while. Still you know what the it. secret is. Ask. Ask? Ask for sponsors. Ask. Ask. (laughs) Ask. Ask, Bo. Ask for sponsors. Ask for sponsors. You know, uh, whether it's a jujitsu podcast or it is you're you're doing something in another genre, ask. Believe it or not, more people will say no. Kendall Rusing, I've talked about this before when we've talked about this, you know, getting sponsors. She talked about how she sent out like, 30 messages I don't know if it was emails or messages she was just cold, cold calling she just mailed out she's like I didn't get a response from anybody I think maybe she was at an event that it wound up like one key company like got back to her yeah it was like 30 key companies I think was was the story and one person got back to her and they're still a sponsor to today or at least up until when she was on the show Bam. it was like the same key sponsor has been with her all this time so you, you just have to ask if you're not asking people like how do you make money we spent a little bit of money to, you know, to build up and get found, but we also asked in the beginning, the first year was all giveaway stuff, right? Yeah. It was giving away CBD. It was giving away t-shirts. We weren't looking to make any money. First year was completely spent in building an audience and giving away anything that we got. We might've used some of the stuff that we got. They used to send it to us first. Yeah. Then we would send it to the listeners. Uh, and then fi- I was just like, just send it right to the listener. Just, you know, send it. And I don't want to touch it. Yeah. Cause then we're going to keep some, right? And, uh, but, but just, we asked and then those sponsors that gave us stuff became paying sponsors. They not only sent us product, but they changed into, you know, actually paying sponsors. So it's out there. I just think people don't, they think that 
Somebody's going to come knocking on the door being like, hey, we love your podcast. Here's some money. We want to sponsor you. Yeah, it does just, it doesn't happen. That happened, that's dreaming. happened to us a few times after we You're built, dreaming. but it's not going to happen in the beginning. You have to have, you know, some type of presence. Anyway, so I am Milton Campus. I'm a brown belt chanting out of South Florida. We got Bo behind the camera. Yo. Miguel, riding shotgun. Yo. All right, don't forget to like, comment, share, and click the subscribe button. We'd really appreciate the support. Um, I just noticed this the other day. Like now, when I subscribe on YouTube, it actually also does the reminders. So it's not two separate things to subscribe and then click the reminder. Oh. If you're subscribing, yeah, I don't know you. if it's universal now. I was on a few pages. the way like, it used to be. Well, no, you had to no, click subscribe and then click the, the notification bell. No, no, no. Before now they it's did all the, one. Before they did the notification bell, that's what it used to yeah. be. You subscribe, yeah. you got your notification. It's back to that. It's uh, It actually, like when you click it, it you shows see? to subscribe, and it shows the little bell next to that subscribe. That just goes to show, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. There you go. So uh, we appreciate <laughs> all the support. Check us out on... Uh, all platforms, it's uh, uh, Jiu-Jitsu Dummies Podcast. On TikTok, it's, uh, excuse me, on Instagram, on most platforms, it's Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. On TikTok and on YouTube, it's at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies Podcast. And actually, YouTube's using handles now, so you can you actually, just, on YouTube, if you put a handle into your text, you just put it actually dummies, links directly to, the, to YouTube. Yes. Uh, joining us today is Professor Thomas Rodzinski. He's been on before. Happy to have him back. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do a, a few quick shout-outs, and then we'll get him in here. Uh, thank you to our friends over at Flow and Roll. I always say they have incredible custom gi and no-gi gear. I just told them to end the, the pre-order. It's over. So we're ready to or actually like order them and get them in stock now, so can, that's how happening. How many tickets do we have? Um, I didn't. I didn't find from. out how many. Uh, well, I didn't find out exactly how many pre-orders we have. I didn't ask them. No, no, not but pre-orders. You know the, the pre-orders. Raffle. The raffle. And then the the raffle. Yeah, uh, we haven't entries? talked about it in a while. You can still send in if you order anything from any of our sponsors. Send us a copy of the receipt. The raffle hasn't ended. No, we haven't done the raffle yet. We're gonna do that soon. Once I know that, like the rash guards are inbound, like they're or they're done, uh, they're completed, and they're shipped to Flow and Roll, then we'll we'll pick the winner. Uh, you can win up to $250 worth of jiu-jitsu gear, uh, stuff from the show. Uh, we're going to get you the rash guard and the shorts, and uh, we'll probably have some sponsors throwing some other stuff as well. So nice. um, check out Flow and Roll at Flow underscore N underscore Roll. They have an incredible pre-order program, mm-hmm. right? Kind of what we did for the podcast Rash Guard and Shorts. They do for gyms and academies throughout the yeah. country so you can basically get you know it didn't cost us much to get the design completed get the designs on his website for ordering he does that with geese and no gi kits for academies throughout the the, the country yeah. um obviously big down here in south florida but or in all of florida but he serve, serves the entire u.s so a couple of things here. So you can get our T-shirt on his pot, on his website. I think after the pre-order, you'll also be able to use our 20% off coupon. So JJD for 20% off at flowandroll.com. Uh, again, they have our podcast tee, and now they have our no-gi kit, the Peace Love Jiu-Jitsu no-gi kit. Um, what else? Mm. They're awesome. And he's awesome. What's up, Sean? Yep, shout out to Sean. Thank you to the BJJ Box for all their support as well. They are jiu-jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box. It's delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, yep, equipment, yep, yep. supplements, supplies, snacks, 
and a whole lot more. There's different levels. Yep. They find the best products in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box is going to be worth more than the actual cost, right? Meaning the, the, the sum total, the retail cost of those items in the box are going to be way, the cost of the box is going to be way less than that retail cost, okay? Uh, each box includes four to seven items that you're going to love. We it's it's always more. It's definitely more than four. Even yeah. though he puts in two shirts for us, um, the extras, the other stuff is always like at least yeah. five extra things. Um, we've gotten sports drinks. We've gotten beef jerky, protein we've gotten powders, different CBDs. Um, yeah, and then yeah. like injury prevention stuff, yeah. strengthening stuff. And even, um, you remember the promo Spiky code? Ball. <laughs> no, no, I was saying like he even threw a, a card with a with a special promo code that you could only get through like the ba- the BJJ box for like a like a master class or like oh okay yeah, the yeah, yeah. Thing. like yeah sometimes there's a card in there and it has like yes yeah like a uh, promo code you, yeah. or, or other products there that you can actually just buy, cool. go out and buy online. So check them out, uh, the and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your first order. And I think we should have another box coming uh, for the next episode. We'll probably have an unboxing. Cats love them. Shout out. To- <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Shout out to Neutral Zone CBD. No matter if your aches and pains are coming from lifting weights at the gym, rolling on the mats, or just the daily grind of life, Neutral Zone has a product for you. Find your Neutral Zone by finding the best products for your pain, wellness, so you can continue your active lifestyle. Yeah, Check man. them out at NeutralZoneCBD.com. Use code JJD for 25% off. And the Instagram is MyNeutralZone. All right, so check them out there as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, one thing that we haven't talked about, uh, we haven't been around. Uh, I am now on the board of directors for the Backpack Barber Foundation. What is it? So check them out, thebackpackbarberfoundation.com. I'm going to go into it a little bit more as the as the, the you know the episodes go on. I'll give us some little nuggets. But basically, uh, Greg Young, who founded the, uh, the organization, uh, he gives haircuts and hygiene products in a backpack yep. to homeless, to the homeless oh, in Fort cool. Lauderdale. Uh, so uh, happy to be a part of it. Uh, checked out the check out their Instagram at the Backpack Barber Foundation. Uh, what what I'm bringing to the table, what we bring to the table, is our marketing knowledge. Mm-hmm. So we've taken over posting to social media, creating graphics, and uh, we're talking about. Uh, oh, we actually sent them over a video on uh, edits to the website so that it works better. Yeah. Uh, so check them out. Let me know what you think. Give me your feedback. Uh, feel free to donate. There's a donate button right there on the homepage. We're helping them get. Um, basically, let's say, quote unquote, certified for like getting donations on Instagram and -hmm. Facebook, which is really cool. So that's coming soon. But if you click the LinkedIn uh, on their Instagram, you can see all the ways to follow their social media, uh, donate on, um, on Venmo and Cash App right now with the two ways that you can donate. We'll have PayPal there. And then again, you'll actually be able to donate directly through Instagram and Facebook. So that's soon. So we're, we're just trying to help them out with the knowledge that we have from the foundation that we ran, from what we do for the podcast and, and you know what we just do in the marketing world. So if you're seeing that logo on our stuff, that's the story. We'll bring you some more nuggets in the, in the coming episodes and uh, just super happy to be involved. All right. So got anything? Nope. You good? Mm-hmm. Well, I want happy, happy New Year, right? Yeah, happy yeah, New yeah. Year. We had, this is uh, the first time I've seen you on the podcast. Yep. Happy New Year, Bo. Happy New Year. How are the holidays? Happy New Year. Were you good? Yeah. Everything good? Everything good. 
He's okay. You, you're good with uh, <laughs> how much can we talk? You're, you're open about talking about what you're. Uh, yeah, no, I get the, right the, the final dentures come next yeah. week. So Bo's had some reconstruction done on his mouth, yeah. and he's ready for his dentures. It's starting to look like the dentures will lead to the permanent well, install. Get permanent implants, implants, implants are going right? to get yeah. installed, and then the so, final teeth get installed on that. Yeah. But that's, we, that's still not like going to be till like July. We yeah. like to tease but, him that I, there was that picture of the dog with the humongous human teeth. <laughs> yeah. Every time we start talking about teeth, I from think about mask. that picture. From hey, the, go to, the go to, mask. I don't, is it from there? Yeah, uh, no, it's that little this picture of this little terrier. Go, with to, the, like, yeah. go, go yeah. to handy underscore wisdom on Instagram and you'll see my okay. teeth. And you'll see yeah. the actual the, yeah. the teeth. Those are the teeth that they're working well, the, those on. Are those are the, the dentures. That's the replica. Those are the fitters. Okay. The ones that they use for fitting. Yeah. The actual final ones are a lot thinner material Yeah. And more comfortable. It's going to be my goal. Carbon fiber? No, yeah, right, huh? <laughs> once he Steel. gets them, <laughs> once he gets the, um, it's going to be my mission yeah. in life mm-hmm. until he gets the implants to make him laugh so hard that he spits the dentures no, out. That's yeah. not, oh, no, that's, oh, during yeah. the denture portion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, It might happen. <laughs> we got to get him to laugh. It's going to happen for sure. Yeah, when the sure. implants, when the implants are in, that's it, bro. He's. I, I tend to speak very strongly, yeah. so I expect to spit them out a lot. <laughs> I s- expect to <laughs> well, spit them out. A lot of, well, right a lot now, of, I literally <laughs> have no teeth in my mouth, so I'm yeah. speaking without any teeth, and I'm yeah. actually profoundly stunned how... Yeah, you don't. It doesn't, doesn't sound, sound much so different yeah. than you, you did before. It just sounds like I, I have a lisp. Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he looks like looks that, the, he looks like that the old coal miner guy from like <laughs> the cartoons, like yeah. you know, like hey, hey, you get off, hey. you kids get off my lawn, kind of. I guy. see something different. Like he's got a really good like like jawline and good yeah. jaw structure, and he's got a, he's not a bad looking dude. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay, Definitely distinguished. Yeah, <laughs> my likes are public. <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying that, like, when he gets, when he gets, you hey. know, to what he used to have, you know, after the miracles of modern science, yeah. dude. Yeah, I'm he's, a good, I, he's a good looking dude. I've known Bo oh, for. I, I'm happy for you, dude. For I got a chubby. Probably <laughs> we're going on two decades. I think knowing each other, right? Yeah. Uh, and I told you before, I am incredibly happy for you. Same. I know this Thank has you. been a long time coming. This has been a thing that you've wanted to do, and. Mm-hmm. I got. I was really giddy when I saw the picture because I thought I was going to come here and, and you were going to have the dentures already. <laughs> so I was super excited uh, yet, for not you yet. not to come make fun of you. One or anything. more week. I One was super excited week. for you. I'm, I'm very very happy that you're you're getting this done and it's going to be super exciting to have you in the pictures. We got to get you in the pictures now with the big smile so everybody. Yeah, can I'm just going to be clenching them all the time. <laughs> or speaking like this through the teeth because yeah. so they don't come flying out. Yeah, that's going to be awesome, man. So we'll uh, you got that done, and then now we've also got to try to get you on the mat. Still, that's the only other thing yes. missing. Now. So we can right. knock my teeth out. <laughs> yeah. So we can knock out your implants. <laughs> no, you'll, when you'll you get your implants, incentive. that's when we'll do it. He'll have an incentive to be good at jujitsu to not like he's like this is worth a lot. Mouth, of money. Just get a mouthpiece, bro. Just get a nice, yeah. get a, like a big. Nice yeah. mouthpiece. You're gonna be worried in the beginning, right? Are you gonna be like nervous, like? Can't? Oh hell yeah! Oh my yeah. god! I bit. You know, like when you, you bite a fork when you're eating something, you bite a fork. E- you'd be like, ah! Imagine the, just the teeth part, not the implant part. Just the teeth part is ten grand. Yeah. Okay. So Yo, this whole process. Like, you want to? Can you? Don't what's lean the whole on my process? Car. It's like don't lean on my car. What's what, what's <laughs> the whole process cost at the end? When uh, you know uh, out the door, what is this all gonna have? 50, have on you? Fifty grand. Wow. Yeah, dude. That's like thousand. Yeah. That's like somebody. That's gets, not podcast money, people. Yeah. He's not making that. And, from and the these podcast. days, that's a shit car too. That's not <laughs> yeah. even like a good car. You already pay fifty grand on a shit. I don't know. Box, that's a lot of money, know? bro. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Trust yeah, me. So now I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be selling my it's ass balling. on OnlyFans. Yeah. 
No, you got only fans. Yeah, ceiling fantasy. What's one of the foot ones? We're gonna do like foot. Yeah, we're gonna do a foot channel on. Go for it, dude. The stinkiest feet. I'm gonna be killing killing cats with my foot smell. I'm I'm very sorry, <laughs> Professor Rodzinski, for this being your intro yeah, here. My bad, bro. But let's get the professor in here. Let's do this. Yeah, man. All right, welcome, Professor. How you doing? How you guys doing? Good to see you guys again. <laughs> good, good to have this chat once again. It's been a while, right? How long has it been? Oh God, I, I go by. I can't go by time in my mind. I go by episodes when we were we were way yeah, back in yeah. the double digits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I should say yeah, welcome yeah, back, for Professor. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, that, it's uh, good. Good to be back. Thank you for for doing this again. Um, you're you've met Miguel. Yeah. Again, once again, I don't, I don't know what jokes will think, come up. <laughs> I don't think I was in that episode. I don't think you were in that episode way back. We were doing that. Did you do any episodes at my house? I think that we were which still at one? My house. The one, the one, the which, second townhouse before we moved. The, into the one that was right down the street from the from uh, the gym. That house. There was one that was behind the gym, and then there was one up sample. I did both. Did you do? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, you, you had were coming, that weird... you weren't like a solid part of the show yet. Though. Yeah, you yeah. had um. His house looked like a Barbie house. <laughs> that shit was, it was super weird. This is weird. where we should pull up the pictures. <laughs> this is super, it was super weird the way, it's not your fault, it's, it's the so engineer's funny. fault. Uh, like, honestly, like, you know when you open up a Barbie house and it's like the floors are like this? Like, that's what his house was. It was like, you come in, it was like. <laughs> it was like, we did the podcast in the middle. Like, you had to walk through the kitchen and through my office, essentially, to get to the bedrooms, like there was only one way, so you always had to walk to that. It's area. actually a formal foyer. So yeah, yeah so we so oh, yeah. we would act. We had like moving mats up, like to to hold like to keep the sound in, so that we instead of having the sound tiles, it it was weird. That was the Yo, second you place. Could, you could fall off the stairs into a bedroom. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was an odd construction, yeah. but it it got us here. But again, listen, welcome back. Thank you so much for doing this a second time. Uh, oh, sorry, absolutely. sorry, we have to put you through this again. So, <laughs> so how have you been? You you still doing the podcast? You still do, doing roll radio? Yeah, right. no, we yeah. still we still going we're going at it the, over two years at this point. Yeah. So it's uh it's it's been a fun ride. So um yeah yeah starting a new year yeah new episodes and new conversations similar Happy to new you guys years. yeah yeah Happy New Year's what uh, what stands out to you over the last year? Who is your favorite guest? You know, that's the hard part, I think. And I don't know how it's for you guys particularly, but, um, you know, for us, we have we, we have a lot of different guests and a lot of different stories. And it's it, it's not that you can't pick a favorite one, but all of them, each of them has a different message, different story, different different background and different different funny or serious curves to it. So it's hard to pinpoint like one favorite one, but it's been so many so many impactful things that I, I tell you, like out of everything that I do, this is one of my favorite, favorite things. These conversations with people that normally you wouldn't have a opportunity to connect with. And yeah. then obviously, you know, thousands out there listen to the similar and, and with the hope that we can impact and motivate people and give them a little bit of light on what jujitsu is and what we do on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, when I go home, every time I go home and we do even do it here. We're always like that was a great episode. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. I my, I go home and I tell my wife I'm like I, that was like the best episode we've. Ever. She's like you say that every Thursday when yeah, you come home. But it's nice. And I'm like, but I, you know, I think partially between us getting better with it, 
and you know yeah. a better flow. And I, listen, hats off to Bo behind the camera. He yep. does an amazing job, and he popped like we mic'd him up now. Yep. Like he, we like him to jump in. He's he's he just got some feedback. good things to say. We all give each yeah. other feedback too. And then like- my, again, Miguel, Miguel, we went to. Uh, he started on the podcast because we went to a, a an Jets event, King. a Jits King, King event down yeah. in Miami. Yeah. We were training together. We didn't know each other really well. Jim, I was driving. We were, we were, and, gym, we were gym knowing. Yeah, each other, yeah, you, you know, know, like your gym friends. And I was like, yeah. "Hey guys, I got tickets. Right. You know, let's go down to this thing." They were, we got we had free tickets, and on the way back, he just had the whole the whole car was cracking up. The whole, I was just laughing the entire time. I I didn't know that he was that funny. Yeah, and when I got home, one of my other co-hosts at the time, because you know we used to do more of a roundtable. Yeah, one of the he sent me a message like, "You got to have Miguel on the show." And I was like, I was thinking yeah. the same thing, and then I asked him to be on, and it was like I think a few times here and there in the beginning, and then he just became a permanent part of the show. So uh, it's been fun, but you know, again, it, going back, I tell my wife, it's like. I feel like everyone, we take something different away, and I think because it's fresh, you're like, yeah. wow, that was like one of the best ones, and it's, you know, yeah, just it's becomes hard, more impactful, I think. I would say it's easier, an easier question to follow, uh, to answer would be, uh, which one was your worst episode <laughs> for yourself? Oh, like how you, you, you can't, you can't ask, no, 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 you can't ask that, that's not a fair question, no, 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 which one, which episode was the worst in the way that you did the podcast, like how you were behaving in oh, the listen, podcast. I, There's like the mess you know, ups of doing it. So, well, yeah. So, like, for, I I think last year we got really good at really good in a sense of the we minimized the amount of errors and, and mistakes that we've made. But listen, there was one there was one episode. Literally, we had an hour and a half conversation. Phenomenal conversation was not recorded. The red uh, button was not pressed. Uh, I am not even kidding you. I have that fear. Imagine that conversation with a guest. So, uh, like, I mean, things happen. Yeah. Like, it just it is what it is. Or like uh, recently, even we had we had one episode where something happened with a connector on the mic, and like anytime I talk is like, yeah. <laughs> and, and yep, yeah, try wow. that again. Yeah. So it, I, it just, I have that fear. You know, I have that fear every week. It's always like this little thing. I'm like, I know Bo's got it, and it's never happened. No, on wood. no, hey, but I have that fear. Professor and, Mike from Henzo's. Yeah, remember he had no visual of us. Oh we yeah, had a visual of him. Yeah, we had a time. great interview with uh, uh, Jer- uh, Professor Jeremillo from up at Henzo's in New York, and he didn't say anything. But he was that Jeremillo or was he, that Mike? He, no, Mike Jeremillo. Oh yeah, Mike. Professor Mike Jeremillo. Oh. We could he couldn't see us for half the podcast, but he didn't say anything. But luckily, like we got the full video coming in, but he couldn't see us. And it was a wire on our side that yeah. was turning off my camera on the Zoom. So, like, we couldn't see it. So, that could have gone really bad. But that's yeah. one of my favorite episodes. He's a, it was a great dude. Um, I, I have a story, though. We were we was talking about Jits Kings. We were, we were helping them get a podcast off the ground when they, like, years ago. And I, I, they really didn't wind up doing anything with it. You know, I'm not sure if they're going to come back with it. They got a cool room out of but, it. Yeah, they table. got an awesome room. They they they, <laughs> they 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 spent. They went all out on the room. He they just a, never went. They I don't think they ever got the podcast off the ground. Might have been a front for a man and, cave. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they did a an episode with John Combs, and they got none of his uh-huh. audio. Uh-huh. It was like the first. It was I think it was I believe it was the first episode they recorded. 
And I'm not taking shots yeah. at them. Those those dudes are great. They got an event coming up soon. Uh, I know Florida no, was doing some stuff happens, with them. Yeah. Man, that shit happens. Uh, they told it. me that. And and part of what we were doing, like, we were going to be there. They were going to record in our studio. But they're really far away from us. It's hours. It's a couple-hour drive. So it was less like, they were like, we're going to do it on our own. I gave them some tips. We talked about equipment. Yeah. And something happened on that end. And they, they didn't get his audio. And they just could have never come out with that episode. So, I mean, that, that shit happened. It actually does happen, you know? Um, yeah, and I th- I think what's 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 interesting about all of this is I think this happens to everybody. Just not yeah. everybody knows about it. You know, you like no, nobody enough. talks about it. Like we we are just yeah. talking about it, but everybody yeah. who's listening is like, "What? Are you yeah. serious?" Do, so. do you guys do you guys like cut your we tr- we don't with the exception of maybe one or two times that somebody said something that was I had a guest one the guest I, I won't say who guest they want, we had three people on the episode on the guest side. And one of the guests got a little like he started telling stories and he that that he shouldn't have been telling about some very popular people. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they after the episode, they called me and they were like, hey, dude, can you cut that part out? And I was like, we don't cut anything out. We with the exception of maybe that episode and one other out of 100. This is 105. Yeah. We've never really cut anything out, right? But we've we, never we, really we bleeped a couple we, of things, but like a bleep here and a, there. A but bleep no. because twice, something twice was like off or odd. Yeah. yeah, never cut out any video. Like what you see is what you get. Again, maybe a bleep because somebody said something odd. Uh, usually, Bo, and, um, and and yeah. So what? so we had to cut out this like entire. I would say it was a few minutes, maybe no more than five minutes of him telling this story about some very popular people, and it was. They were worried because they were looking. They were they were looking for sponsors, and they just didn't. They're like, "Yeah, this is gonna hurt us if people hear us, other sponsors or other people hear us talking about a potential sponsor like this, giving like oh, you know, peek behind the curtain." <laughs> that was the only time we did it. But do you guys do you guys cut stuff? Do you? I know sometimes like I say uh all the time. I get it. Like some people cut out the uhs and they you know they cut certain things. Do you do that? No, we, we try to keep it as organic as possible, yeah. you know, so like the only times we really that I can recall that we manipulated the audio and video is when there was a technical difficulty. So we lost connection on something, you know, yeah. instead of having a 30 second pause, we kind of chopped that out and removed it to kind of clean it up. Yeah. But outside of that, you know, us, all the other things, you know, occasional F-bomb gets drops and, and it's fine, you know. Um, you know, but we do have a conversation with every every guest ahead of the ahead of the episode and kind of getting on the same ball on the same level of what what we're going to be talking about and what's yeah. you know just to make sure that some of these avoidable things can be avoided simply to yeah. create a you know fabulous conversation and create a good episode for yeah. for the listeners. So, so you also do the uh, the is it the role is it role academy or the role academy? It's it's Roll Academy. It's Roll Roll Academy. Roll yeah. Academy. Oh, like you're yeah. also Roll doing Academy. those videos, yep. right? You've got your YouTube. You're still. I obviously I see your stuff on mm-hmm. on Instagram. You're still doing that as well, right? right yeah, that's in full production. So um, yeah, I mean, as, aside from the academy itself, where you know, obviously we train and and, and teach. You know, we have um, the online platform. Um, you know, which we call the Roll TV, but is essentially you know a subscription service with at, at this point thousands of videos, and and you know we, we keep producing that every every week. We film it and put stuff in. Jiu Jitsu is so large that 
I feel like you never can document everything. And, yeah. you know, a, a lot of a lot of people take advantage of it. And so it helps. I, I think, you know, with with jujitsu today, it's being so accessible, being on the phones, like everything is here. And yeah. And then you can get 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 it on your phone, on your iPad or wh whatever, whatever, you know, device you're using at the gym. But it's part of our natural just natural kind of organic way of learning these days so yeah. ignoring that aspect of jiu-jitsu would be you know uh even hindering to a student yeah. so yeah we embrace that how we, do you uh, how do you come up with your i'm sorry how, how do you come up with your content is it usually like hey this is what i'm you know this is what we taught this week so let's do a video or is it is, is it like super planned out or are you kind of just more like hey we worked on this today let's let's like film this move or 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 this escape or sweep or what have you yeah, so we go in like sprints, if you will. It's always like if I'm working on a particular project. So like if if um, let's just say we are focusing in the classes like on let's just say Butterfly Guard, you know, and and there's not enough content on the platform on Butterfly Guard, we'll spend you know a few weeks on literally just producing Butterfly Guard and just getting it out there as a package, you know. But there is often at times where it's kind of a slower time on that and and you know you you see things things come up or questions come up in classes and it's like oh yeah that you know that 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 could be useful and and yeah. so it's a combination of both either it's driven by a specific topic and we really produce you know 40 50 videos in within that umbrella or you know kind of the randomness of you know youtube or um instagram you know in an organized way would be fed into yeah. into the platform as well I was just going to say, how do you, where do you think we are in, in like the technology region of solo drilling at home, like to actually improve your game? Do you think like, I feel like people were putting out instructionals before hoping you had a dummy or I'm mean, not a dummy, another person to do it with. It's, it's kind of how it was catered, but now they make like solo mm -hmm. drills. Like, where do you think we are? You know what I'm trying to say? I'm like, where are we? where it's actually making a difference. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it's, it, it's correct me if I'm understanding this correctly, but essentially you're asking it, it, where are we as far as technology is concerned to be self-sufficient to learn things at home? Is, yeah. is that is that we're going with it? Yeah, pretty yeah, much. So Thank you to Feito IT and AV, specializing in commercial and residential automation, security cameras, CCTV, POS, and more. Check them out at feitoitav.com or call 305-428-2515 and let them know the dummy sent you. Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family-owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram too, at MyNeutralZone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 
to get $10 off your very first box and give them a follow on Instagram at the BJJ Box. Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible Nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a jujitsu dummy signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or gis with code JJD. Yeah, so I, when I look at jiu-jitsu in general, like as a big umbrella, right, it, it, we, have multiple, we have multiple ways of learning. And, and this has nothing to do in jiu as, with jiu-jitsu itself. This is just education in general, in my opinion, at least, right? So, like, you can go into a classroom and you can learn things, right? And that would be a typical class and so on, right? Then we can go to a sparring session, which is a little bit less organized and think of it as a quiz or a midterm, things of that nature, right? Then you have seminars, which I think they are slowly disappearing now, right? Um, but there's still it's still a platform to learn. Then you have private lessons, which are very hyper-focused on singular attention to a student and a kind of question, answer, or focusing on a very specific topic. That's still a way to learn. It's very different than the others, you know? And then you have the online stuff, right? And that's the new thing that's kind of been bubbling up lately, right? In the last few, several years. And, and I think the trick is to use as many as you can of these platforms without sacrificing others, yet maximizing the amount of time that you do. So what I mean by this, let's just say that you train six, eight hours a week, hypothetically. If you spend all eight hours watching videos, but you don't show up to the academy, your return on that investment is gonna be very little. Yeah. Now, if you show up to the academy only, but you don't do sparring sessions, your, your return is gonna be much lower too, right? So then, it, but, but if you take a, a kind of a, medium approach to all of it and and you dip into several different ways of doing this so you attend classes on your regular basis you do your studying online you attend your sparring sessions you attend seminar once in a while now, now you're really dipping into different ways of learning and you're stimulating your brain in my mind jiu-jitsu learning jiu-jitsu is it's not any different than sitting in a math class it's all about education how do you process information how do you memorize it and understand it and then how can you execute it in an efficient way in this particular circumstance that you find yourself in, yeah. right? So if, if you take that approach, you really want to maximize this, right? And I, and I know there's a, there's a lot of people who watch videos only and, and they have no desire showing up in the academy. And listen, if that works, then who, who, who am I to judge? But from my experience, we, we kind of got to dip into all of this. There's always outliers. Yeah. What's interesting about, say again? I said there's always outliers. There's, I'm sure, right, I'm sure there's somebody out there that could literally only work on a dummy and have like different types of dummies and then go and compete and mm -hmm. actually be a competitor. There's no doubt. About oh, that. listen, I have, I have, I have students who will watch an Instagram video, a little 15 second clip, and they can process that information and be really efficient with it. And then I have other students who no matter, no matter how much 
effort they put into it, they have to drill over and over and over and over hundreds, if not thousands of times. And it's all about repetition, right? We are humans. We learn different ways. Some people love the touch. Other people love the visual stimulation. Other people need to understand and comprehend. It's not cookie cutter, right? It we all have to adapt it. to these situations. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely the guy, like, I need to see it. I need to hear it. I need to, like, walk around my professor while he's showing it and see, wait a minute, where is his foot exactly? Where is this? What are you doing with this hand? I need to understand all of those things until, and I've got to drill it until I, until I get it. I'm not, I can't, yeah. I'm not one and done. I can't look at it and go, oh, I could do that. Unless it's, like, an addition to something that I already do well. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, oh, there's a transition <laughs> from a north-south to this you know, this arm bar or this trying, you know, whatever it may be, I, unless it's like a variation of what I'm doing, then that's faster. I get that faster. But if it's something brand new, I'm like, I got to see it and I have to drill it. I'll suck at it until I drill it a lot. See, I come from engineering background. Like I'm engineered by trade before my jujitsu life. So like I have to, everything has to make sense to me. Like if there is just a little bit off balancing for me, it's like th this doesn't make sense to me. Yep. I have to understand why, why, why yeah. am I leaning this way? Why is gravity pulling me here? What is making me stand stable? Where am I like, you know, and, and, and I feel that that's worked very well for me from a comprehension perspective. So I don't have to memorize the steps. I can really just understand what is happening around me, but I, I know for a fact that I have students that I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Give me the seven <laughs> steps and I'm just, boom, and they are flying with it. So yeah. we we are humans. That's what it boils down I'm to. Concept, so. I'm concept oriented too and, with that engineering background. And like my day job of running a marketing company, uh, like my, uh, my daughter works for me now. So I meet with her every single morning right now while I'm training her on every aspect of the business. And when she asks me a question, I like to answer. I say, she asked me a question and I say, why are you asking me that question? Okay, oh, this client said this. Okay, here's the answer, and this is what they're going to ask you next, or this is what's going to come up next. So I'll, I'll give her like this very long, okay, let's talk about why. Here's the solution mm -hmm. or the answer, but also this is what's going to happen. It's almost like jujitsu, right? It's just like, okay, I'm learning this move, all right, and oh, this is what happens next, so this is the transition, or this is the mm -hmm. counter, so you need to know that. So like I like to, I always give that, so like my mind works like that with jujitsu as well. I got to know, okay, why would I be here? Okay, I'd be here because somebody took me down. This is the answer or this is the move. Then what happens next? Like, I like to see all of that. And I'm lucky yeah. enough that, I don't know if it's maybe that my professor trained me to, to to learn that way or if I was always like that before because my professor does do that. It's just like always a series. Not that everybody doesn't do this, but I know I'm very comfortable with my professor in like, okay, you're going to be here. This is the answer. And look, here are a whole bunch of variations and then the counter. So I, you know, I get, I'm just so used to learning like that. So I guess it would kind of probably just fit in with the way that I like to learn. So I, I really do like that. Let me ask you this. How long have you been training jujitsu now? Uh, 22 years. So you've seen the evolution of this video side of training. When you were a oh, younger jujitsu oh yeah. player, were you, I would guess like it was back when like, I always hear the stories like people were trading videos and maybe there was something online that was just like super underground. I'm looking at my shelf, right? I'm looking at my shelf right now. Okay. I, I think I have, I think I have one of those great Gracie action DVD. Yeah. Things. Oh, you know, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Gracie's Gracie's in action. Gracie in action. Or Gracie's yeah. in action. Yeah. yeah. Is it's it like the big the bootlegged DVD? version, <laughs> but, but, um, 
you know, speaking of evolution, I, you know, I remember being a white belt and beginning, beginning, um, of my journey and there was no DVDs. There was, I mean, like there's none of that. There was no, obviously Google. I don't know if you, I don't even know if Google exists at that point, but, um, you know, we had, we had, we had books. That's what we had. Like I, the, 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 the recent, you know, students who just engage in, they, they don't understand. It's hard to understand that part, but like we had books yeah. and, and you came up, you, you got, you got hold of the book and it's like, a, you know, this is gold. Oh, you know, and everybody sits around you, you are looking. And it's like, the funny part I remember is like, each page would contain like six photos, right? And they would have little descriptions and little steps, right? Figure one. And then you watch, you, you, yeah, yeah. And, and you look at <laughs> step one and you do, okay, this is this step two. Uh -huh. Okay, we got it. Step three. Oh, wait a minute. How did he get from step two to step three? This doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And then you spend literally like full day trying to figure out and you have nobody to ask. I mean, like, yeah. you know, I think in a way, you know, we are spoiled today and this is not a bad thing. Like, yeah. you know, we shouldn't take this as negative, but I think we should appreciate what we have. And sometimes we don't, like we take it for granted. Yeah. But, you know, looking on your phone and being able to access anything in jujitsu for free from yeah. virtually anybody, which we can today, it's it's it was unheard of. It wasn't even in the, in the, in the umbrella of, of, of you know in a spectrum of comprehension, you know. And and today it's a reality. How 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 did your professor look at you, or what were what were his perceptions of getting that knowledge outside of learning it through him? Was it looked on negatively? Because I feel like it was even like until COVID. Yes, people were doing stuff, but until COVID, it wasn't universally accepted. Yeah. People shit all over the Gracies for the Gracie's University. I've been doing, June will be nine years that I've been training. My coach used yeah. to, I used to drive him nuts by bringing video. I used to bring my iPad and sit it on the mat. He used to drive him crazy, and then he finally embraced it. Do you, how did your professor look at you, and how, how have you seen that change? You know, over a period of two decades, because that's what we're talking about. I'm old, but over a period of two decades, things have changed. Things yeah. have changed. Oh, yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. One, the I call it a maturity of jujitsu. You know, has adopted these other mediums of learning. Right before it was a class and an occasional seminar. That's all it was. There was nothing else. You know. Then it was like. You know, why is this guy going to the other gym? Oh, he's, you know, he's a trader and these other things, Great like old. all these things. And and, and, and to the, absolutely. And even to this day, you know, this does exist, you know, and if you look at it, why this happens, and I'm not an expert on this topic, but, you know, I think this is partially the cultural team oriented um, kind of sources of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu where you had a handful of teams and they fought against each other and they, there was a lot of pride in it. You know, but the moment this migrated to United States or Western countries, you know, that kind of started to disappear. And then you then you have this clash of cultures, you know, and I'm sure people who are listening, some will disagree with it. But it's just it is what it is like today in, in the United States or most of the world, like you go get Dunkin Donuts and then you go get Starbucks and or then you get Pete's coffee and nobody really cares where you got your coffee because you love coffee. It just it is what it is. And. 
you know, but jujitsu is very territorial, used to be at least very territorial about these things. So I think in the past, you know, five, seven years, slowly that started to kind of open up. And during pandemic, I think we were just forced to do it. There was no other choice. It was either you train or you find a place where you could train, which could be frowned upon. It just, it is what it is. And because of the circumstances that we found ourselves in, I think it became a little bit more accepted. And, you know, honestly, I mean, I, I speak openly about this, but I, I think we should be able to train everywhere. You know, I, I don't think there is a reason not to. I mean, I, I don't know what, now that's different for competition. Don't take me wrong. If we are competing against a team, yeah, that's, that, different. that's different. That, that's different, you know, approach for the purpose. But as far as training and being that's friends and hanging out with each other, I mean, why wouldn't we? I mean, that that's, that's that sounds kind of silly to me. I but. think, that I think see- that's changing right now with the competitors because now you have competitors that were training, you know, for Gracie Baja for 10, 15 years, and now they're with Alliance. And, and I, I think it's, I think it's more acceptable. And I think people realize there's money now. now yeah. Now that there's money in it, <clears throat> now that there's money in it, and you can make a living out of this. You're not, I don't think the average competitor is going to let, or the, the above average competitor is going to let somebody say, you can't go train with them, which yeah. for their competitor, it's going to make the jujitsu better. Yeah. And they're going to make more money and they can feed their family and achieve their goals. You just can't tell somebody you can't go Dude, train some- with this anymore because the competitor, a lot of competitors have become bigger than the gym, right? Their names have become bigger than the gyms that they train at. You, how are you going to hold somebody back from achieving more? I think that some of the best competitors that we see right now are people that, that do cross train or go to just travel and do seminars you know, run them and then train with the crew, you know, like you're, you're, you every, I mean, the best black belts in the world say how, talk about how they learn even from a blue belt, you know, they can learn something, you can learn something from everybody you train with, right? No, absolutely. A hundred percent agree. And there's the other aspect of it too, like the, the, the business aspect We you know, many academies, not all of them, but many academies are very professional these days. They provide a service, which yep. there is a, you know, charge associated with it. So it, it run, it's run as a business, not as a club. But, mm-hmm. And yep. if that's the approach, well, you, I mean, I cannot imagine telling any of my students, like you paying my membership, that means you cannot go anywhere else. Like, I mean, I don't think I would be in business, but again, some do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the one to judge. You know, I, to I each their own. Gone. Whatever. I think, I think people I are they're kind of not weeding themselves out, but you're that 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 thought process is is getting aged out. That's it's as those instructors that's that that didn't like their students training with other people get older. I think the younger generation, the ones that are owning gyms now, they just don't care. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's part. Craig Jones had a video the other day. He's like, don't message me to come train. Just come train. You don't have to message me to let me know you're going to be in town to come train. Anybody can come here and train, right? The BT. Yep. So like, I think that's just the mentality now. You've got some of the best in the world saying things like that. How can you tell your students, like, no, you can't go train with somebody else and gain some more knowledge? I got a, I got a comment and then a question, right? So the comment is right after you said the B-team thing. We even got it now where you have two teams that used to be one team. And I think they're like in cahoots to create fake beef to make it's like a like they're still friends. Like if you don't yeah. think those guys are friends, I mean they're like, brothers. Yeah, yeah, that like I, I think now we're to the stage where like at the WWE stage where people are <laughs> doing stuff because it's hard I, to make I've money in this about sport. I thought about that. Is this real? That's, Is this contrived? Like, yeah, you we know, can talk about it. Yeah, yeah I think I, so. 
You don't think so? Um, I think and I heard John Danaher talk about it, and I don't think he would be part of that. Like if he was like, if you guys want to do this weird thing, go ahead. But he's talked about it that there was a little bit of a falling out among between the brothers. Theatrics for money in jiu jitsu. But also. Also, you got to think about this, right? These are competitive teams that we are that right now that you guys are talking about. These yeah. are these are teams that their existence is based on winnings and and performance, mm-hmm. right? So th- there is a certain level of expectation. Should we train with them? Should we not train with them? How do we exchange that information and so on? So it creates this weird dynamic. If you put that competition aside, the profet. Let me rephrase. If you put the professionals aside. Right, ninety percent, ninety-five percent of jujitsu community—it's hobbyists. I mean, that's all it is. If you if you look at that, I mean, how you tell? How do you tell a police officer who's put his life on the line every single day that he can train in one place, I cannot train on the other place, or even make any type of comment here? Yeah. Like, in my opinion, it's more important that that person trains. Period. Versus being selective or yeah. you know yeah. giving anybody you know hard time about it. I mean, I, I, my 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 saying is, there's more of us than them. Yeah, there's more. There are more hobbyists and people who do this because they love jujitsu mm-hmm. and not because they're going to turn into a business. And that inclu- I include in yeah. when I say us, people that might not probably never going to own a gym, maybe never coach, mm-hmm. maybe compete, but don't even want to compete. Hobby, hobby compete. You know, you go yeah, to IBJJ, yeah. IBJJF is probably like the Cadillac of competing. It's not a mess. It's, you know what well, I mean? It's a good experience. We'll get into the next conversation about that in a second, what we were talking about before the show, what I said I was going to bring up. But, yeah, you, I mean, it, it's, it's, it really is a different world. And I think just kind of it's, it's been an out with the old, in with the new kind of, you know, thought process for so much of this. I just don't think that you can operate the way you did five or ten years ago. It's just, it's, it's just outdated. Yep. No, right? Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's just definitely Part more, of the more hobbyists. Right? It's, All right, I got an evolution question. I, I think, I think if you even step back away from the jujitsu itself, if you like, kind of completely remove yourself from the environment that we are talking about, you mm-hmm. look at phones. 20 years ago, what was it? Prime Co. Freaking, it was three pounds big, like a brick. <laughs> you Today, get on the internet you can literally phone. have your entire life on it, right? Yeah. Things evolve. That's the that's that's what that's the point I'm trying to make. Everything is changing because of yeah. the technology, and be, we are smarter, we are more intelligent. You know, being stuck in a way, no matter what topic we talk about, I I think it's just going against human evolution. Like we we have to be able to adapt to the new ideas, new situations like you know did you have you thought like 10 20 years ago have you thought about car running on a battery or self-driving car or you flying to the moon potentially no if if you mention that people thought you were crazy you you were completely out of your mind you don't have today you don't have to leave your house for anything if you don't want to do you think do you think I mean, it's such. Come on, I want to to ask my questions. I wonder. I wonder. You just said (laughs) going to the moon, like. Would I actually be able to go to the moon before I die, as a passenger? Uh, like, I can, will that really happen? You see, he mentioned going to the moon. I can make it happen. I think about it all the time. That's like, easy. Is is are we gonna get there? Are we gonna get to a place where yeah. we can actually? And we did do it in that? 1969. No, yeah, but like as a you know like a like tur- like tourism. Yeah. Like actually go and like there's gonna be a place for me to sleep and stay, or will it be like yeah maybe I'll be able to fly you, you know into space and come back? It's easy. You know? Just make a ton of money and yeah. you can make it happen. <laughs> That's the dumbest question ever. Just be rich as fuck. Go ahead. You, what were you going right. to say? 
I'll even give it a like a extended date. A hundred years from now, do you think we'll have a cardio jujitsu class? And what I mean by that is like, you know, when you meet people and they're like, hey, what do you do? It's like, oh, I train Muay Thai. And then you go to another person and then they go, oh, I do, um, what was that dude's workout? The workout plan? Uh, Tai Bo. Like, yeah, Tai Bo. Like I do Tai Bo, right? Which is cardio based workout based off of a martial art. With no, with, you're basically saying with no... Uh, sparring. They'll never touch, not even yeah. training. Because yeah. we don't spar, we train with each other. I, we I have this about, conversation a lot. I'm going to, I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to just translate this a bit. He believes, and yeah. I, we saw something recently. 100%. He believes that there are going to be jujitsu academies that pop up that do jujitsu moves, but you never never. spar. Never. You don't even drill with each other. Just jujitsu cardio class. Like how you would say I do like typo. a typo and and look I love my wife I, honey I love you dearly I always joke she goes to I say she does kickboxing she goes to a a, a kickboxing she's never that's a, sparred that's a perfect example yeah it's a perfect the example like it's you know like the most popular one is like I love kickboxing right that's the national chain mm-hmm. I think yep. uh, she goes to yep. one yep. here locally called They're raw great. raw kickboxing and yeah she, I say she she's a kickboxer. But the only time she spars is when she's hitting me in the kitchen. Go. You know? For jujitsu. I, I honestly I think you can give us answer for for this because you are the master of marketing. Because <laughs> it's in, in in some aspect, this all boils down to the product that's being sold. Yeah. yeah. Right. So like right, th- think about it this way. We already have drilling classes at the academies. They have zero sparring. We already do. But the purpose is different, right? Mm-hmm. Drilling class, the purpose is to kind of smooth the moves, you know, remove the thinking process, removing decision-making process. We are just drilling. We're drilling. And there you have different drilling sessions. Some of them are comprehension-driven. Some of them are physically driven. But if you look at it from the outside perspective, we are already doing this. Yeah. During pandemic, everybody was drilling with dummies. So technically, we've already been doing this. Just nobody's yeah. acknowledging this. Yeah. Now, in order for this to, to be turned into a business... I'm just saying, you know. Hey, what was what was so, the name of the dude? With you the, could be with the, the first. Hair? You could be. What was the name of the dude with the hair and the short uh, shorts from back Richard in the day? Simmons. I want to be the yeah. Richard Simmons. <laughs> Richard Simmons. I want to be the Richard Simmons of jujitsu <laughs> uh, cardio. Of what would we call it? Jujitsu hey, bow. Listen, yeah. you could you could be the first jujitsu academies that doesn't so, require a partner. You just so, come yeah. with your dummy and you do it. And right? sure. So, so and professor, sure. we've we've and actually. Sure. T- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. There you go. So, so Breakfall. Well, yeah. Technical stand up. Yeah, yeah. So we we Fuck. do that, right? Don't we do that? <laughs> we do that where we're not touching anybody else. The other day, I messaged him. Foot to the knee. Foot to I, the knee. I, I, I messaged him <laughs> and I was like, you were right. And I sent him a video from a class of people using kettlebells and weights. And now look, I'm not shitting on it though. I'm not shitting on it's it. It's a at hard all. workout. It was a it was somebody was running and it looked like he had a regular academy. I don't remember the background. I, I, I can't say I remember the name of the academy. But it was very much called like I think the page was dedicated to exercise based jujitsu, like doing the moves with kettlebells. And listen, I probably wouldn't make it through the first class. I so I sent it to him though, and I'm like, you were right. Yeah. It's happening. But I don't mm-hmm. believe that's his only product. I think it's in Support of you know, those people there that do jujitsu. So I don't think it's a bad thing. You were kind of calling it more like I almost when I hear you talk about it, it's almost like um, 
What's the dance one that they do? Um, Samba, uh, Zumba, Zumba, like Zumba. Yeah. Like you were Zumba. like, my it's mom, gonna get that my mom bad. Did that. Yeah, you're gonna. Your mom's gonna be doing like a form of like a Zumba jiu-jitsu. <laughs> I, I, I know that's what he's talking about, but I, I, I think, think you're right, Professor. That it, it's here already. I think that. Qu- yeah, I think you know, and and again, I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. Drilling on no. doing some of these things, yeah. even like calisthenics exercises, you know, targeted towards jujitsu, mm-hmm. they serve a purpose, right? But I think the big question is, will this replace yeah. what jujitsu is? Yeah, that's the bigger question. Yeah, because the I moment majority of academies stop sparring and start having you know a physical contact and they start replacing that with something else now you're talking about a change of everything right and now do we call this jujitsu or do we call this something else like i i don't know but you know, I, I don't think that happens. I, think, I don't. I don't think it goes as far yes, as you think it's going to do. Hundred years. He smiled. He's it. so proud that he's like, <laughs> I'm at the forefront of this. I just think that I'm yeah, a, in support of. I'm already just thinking. like you would do. Like people do yoga in support of their jujitsu, right? Or just go do weight training yeah, in yeah. support of your jujitsu. Yeah. Or solo drills. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've mentioned videos from people before, like solo drills. It, you, Professor, you said it during the pandemic, right? Some people were just doing solo drills. They were getting stronger in certain positions. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think you talk about it more like in my mind, if I'm reading your mind or I'm I'm like looking through your mind's eye, it's like, Zumba music, like some yeah. salsa music playing, yeah. and somebody no, doing jiu jitsu moves. It's gonna That's be like, it's gonna be capoeira about. music in the background. <laughs> and when you get promoted, you get a different colored spandex, <laughs> and then your stripes are gonna be sweatbands. <laughs> so like you'll get He's a sweatband with stripes. You know what I mean? You're an idiot. <laughs> Sorry, it's I gonna be you. good. That's crazy. What are you talking about, dude? If you take if you take a stranger, if you take a stranger to an open mat. <laughs> that's a no-gi open mat and you bring him in there and it's literally a bunch of sweaty dudes wearing colored sp- it's like why is he wearing all purple it's like that now though is why it is that dude wearing all purple right now <laughs> i whenever i'm absent from jiu-jitsu because of an injury or whatever i'm I, i'm only usually out if i have an injury or this i have a problem and i'll always come in and i'll just walk in and i'll be like is this the jazzercise place? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm like, where have you been? I don't Let think do a jazzercise. I don't think you've been doing jujitsu <laughs> long enough until you have like an epiphany of how weird it is while you're doing it. Yeah, well, no. a couple times it's kind of like, dude, that the guy that never wears a shirt to a gi class. And we're practicing uh, north I south. Roll, I won't roll with that guy. Oh, dude, happens gotta, all. I don't care. Yeah, you got And then and then they try. And thanks to Gordon Ryan, everybody's trying to smother everybody now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey guys, mm-hmm. we got to get rid of this. Uh, it's already not looking I good. Ro- I, I've never rolled with somebody. <laughs> I've never rolled with somebody not wearing a shirt unless they were wearing a gi and they yeah. didn't have a shirt underneath. So I have had a professors chest yeah. squishing me in my face but <laughs> i've never rolled no gi where somebody was rolling with completely i'm talking no about shirt. a gi like, no gi no yeah. shirt yeah yeah, yeah. that yeah that's all happened. the time yeah, yeah or if you happened. if you compete at ibjjf and they happen to, <laughs> and they happen to suck a little bit more than you you have a time to think about how weird this is <laughs> <laughs> the one thing i wanted to touch on professor was i feel like this is it's it's in my feed a ton right now is steroids and jujitsu. I'm not sure how much of a fan you are of the competition mm-hmm. side of like the WNOs and and Gordon Ryan and things like that. Uh, do you have an opinion? I mean, these guys are kind of going back and forth like, well, everyone's doing it. I'm like, yeah, that's great. And, but, you know, you're not doing it in other major sports. W- what are your thoughts? Do you have any? 
Right. I mean, listen, I think, you know, um, until a some kind of overseeing body of rules and regulations comes in play, mm-hmm. then it's a wild, wild, wild west. Everybody. I mean, that, that, that's essentially what everybody does, whatever they want. And yeah. whoever points a finger at somebody yells and they are doing or not doing it. Listen, it, yeah. it, it, there's no rules of guidelines or anybody to keep anybody responsible. Right. This is yeah. this is the same thing when you, you look at UFC, you know, 20 years ago. I mean, that's essentially is the same same situation. Right. There's this new thing that is getting bigger and jiu-jitsu has been around for a long time but professional jiu-jitsu is very new think about it for a moment like gordon ryan arguably is the very first professional jiu-jitsu athlete and i'm not taking anything from anybody else but he is definitely the one who's painting the path for everybody else he's making millions and nobody else does right so you know looking at from that perspective this is very very new and until there are some rules around all of this people will do whatever they want and is it fair? I don't know. Well, there was no rules, so yeah. there was nobody to say that we can do it. Now, is it is it fair to other people who want to be clean? No, it's not because these are extra supplements that you know give you a, a I can't afford give them. you mm-hmm. things that you normally wouldn't have. People can't afford but, it too, you know. Do you know? I I, I think I know the the answer to this question, but one one championship they don't test, right? It's no do even. They test? If, what are you talking about? IBJJF test, but it's more of an intelligence test. Well, uh, forget about that for a second. Though I'm talking. Right. I, well, my, where I was going to go was, I think that one championship, one FC is at the forefront of bringing jujitsu to yeah. like to the again intelligence to, to, to the to the public right where you know you can have a jujitsu match you can have just a striking match you can you know you can have a full an mma match i think that they're they're doing it right i think that they're doing something that the ufc isn't doing and at least for guys in our world it's kind of cool that i'm going to watch an mma fight tonight, where you say like you're going to watch the one fc card tonight and like there are two like guys that we know that are, you're going to do to just jujitsu only matches, mm-hmm. I think that that's. They always I strike. think that that's incredible. I didn't think it would happen. I I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to One FC. I didn't really. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that that Asian uh, organization. I yeah. wasn't paying attention to it at all. And here, then it was just like now it's bigger. Now it's on Prime. Yeah. Now it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. But and then now they're inviting these Americans over and 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 are, are putting on these fights everywhere. But man, the whole world. I think I don't know how far they are from testing because you know if you bring it you know gordon's sign there he was i don't know if it expired you know i don't don't know know. i know he got sick and he couldn't and he couldn't fight but my point here is is will will there come a point where because it's now a professional sport and there is this place where you can go do this if they will cut down on the steroids i don't think they're doing it now i don't think that there's any testing at all i we could probably one that at one, they do a hydration test. Do they do? Yeah, I, to I, make I, Are they going to let guys, you know, a guy like Gordon fight a guy that's not? Doing, that's about, all have you seen any now. of the matches? Like, uh, if if one of those one championship people rolled at your gym and you had to get tested by USADA, it'd be like recommended by a doctor not to touch him for a week. That's how much steroids they're doing. Yeah, is what I'm telling you. Well, but uh, well, I I think if they have the opportunity to, if they're going to bring jujitsu into their M- true MMA organization, I think they have an opportunity to clean up the, pr- the professionals. Now, they're the ones offering the most money. Nobody else is doing this. WNO, fight to win, love watching them. They're just, nobody's spending the money that, that one championship is. Do they have the opportunity or the 
the responsibility to then clean it up and make sure that guys are coming in clean so that it's a fair fight. Right. It, and I think as as the evolution takes place, right, as as this thing gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, some of these things will continue changing. I mean, we can have a similar conversation about rule sets. Yeah. You know, like, like we can pick this apart for an hour, you know, which yeah. rules are better than the others. Right. And it's it, it, different topic, but it's a similar similar concept here. There is not one overseeing mm -hmm. body to put this all together. If you look at judo, taekwondo, karate, I don't care which modern martial art they've been around for a long time. There's one organization that looks over all of it and it's kind of systemized, right? It's this is what you can, this is what you cannot do. This is these are the rules, these are the the guidelines. Th this is what we are doing, right? Beauty of jiu-jitsu is that that does not exist at this point of time. We have IBJJF, we have IDDC, ADCC, we have these other org all these organizations mm -hmm. who put their own rule sets because they want to be more appealing. They yeah. uh, ultimately mm -hmm. this has to be a spectator sport. Think about it. Yep. If, if we if we're not watching this, nobody's making money. Yep. I mean, that's the bottom mm -hmm. line, right? This is not becoming professional, right? NBA or NFL is not professional sport because you know guys are playing is because everybody's watching it Sponsors, and that's money. where the money's are, being made there's yeah. eyeballs absolutely. on it and then stadiums absolutely. companies want to show their logos absolutely yeah. so in order stadiums. for this to be a professional sport a truly professional sport there has to be money vested into it and the the the, the, the grapplers need to get paid now how do we organize this how do we make this so this is appealing not boring and then rules are mm. equal to everybody now Listen, I'm not smart enough to do to 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 suggest anything here, but I think as we as this goes on over the next decade or two or three or hundred years, as Miguel is saying, we're gonna be flying to the moon and Cardio. doing Zumba together. <laughs> yeah. You know, and doing you know this we're could be, be doing a fully jujitsu on the on the flight. Life after jujitsu, bro. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen, I have a prediction, okay? Episode 300, we're going to meet again. And <laughs> Miguel is going to show up. Miguel is going to show up in his spandex, a little shorts, neon. And, you know, few stripe across Black. his thing. Neon. And he's going to be the expert. Yo, you know? I'm going to be, did you see that? Did you see that blue belt? Did you see that blue belt that promoted himself to black belt? Because God. Did he go right from uh, blue yeah. to black? Is that, that well, is he that said, what he said, God did that. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen the memes. And then, but I and, then and then he put a he put a picture of like God above, like guideline above the uh, he, above Helio. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, bro. I I haven't looked. I I've seen the pictures, but this is the same guy that then also promoted like his wives, yeah, yeah, his yeah. two wives. Yeah, and then they promoted him back. Did they because he was a brown belt or something, but oh, then he's geez. a blue belt. I don't uh, know what's going it, on. Very strange. If it's fake, it's it's great because I don't think I don't think officially. Uh, jujitsu like Instagram jujitsu has like a like a Babylon B like sat like everybody does satire stuff okay but nobody does serious satire stuff like where they would come out with like like the onion or something like okay, that I was like, gonna say I had onion yeah onion exactly it's like guy goes to lunch at ten fifty nine because fuck it you know like that's the headline <laughs> <laughs> but for jujitsu I uh. Back to you lost me there. Uh, if you go back, I, I I do think that things are going to change. I do think that again, one championship has has the best format to clean things up if they wanted to. I thought the Olympics but were. I don't. I don't know. It. it I, are we going to become an Olympic sport? And does that help clean things up? I don't know. But Professor, are you? Uh, did we? Oh yeah, you were like stuck there for a second. You with us? I said, you just started moving again. I'm, I'm here. <laughs>
Um, I'm here. I'm here. So uh, anyway, so let's let's move on. So um, let's. I don't think that we did our drill down with you the the, the first time that we had you. We've always done these like uh, seven or eight questions that we ask just about every guest, and uh, you can elaborate. We don't. We're not looking to to speed things up or anything like that. But uh, in the beginning, it used to be like, hey, we called it the speed round. And then it was just like we spent more time on these questions than uh, <laughs> yeah. than 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 the entire podcast. So, all right, so Bo, go. The drill down. Ah. <laughs> all right, we're talking about it. Ready? The drill down. There we go. Down, 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 down. down. <laughs> Poe also does voiceover work. If you want to hire him, bad work yeah. at Bad Works on Instagram. <laughs> W E R K S. Uh, all right, so gee or no gee? What's your preference? It's silly. Gee. Gee. Oh, wait, are, are you doing no gee? I I I think I almost always see you in the gee. I'm not sure if I've seen you in a in in a no gee kit. I I, I do, but yeah. it's gee is gee is my fascination, you know. Yeah. And I'm by please no means don't take me away. Don't 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 misunderstand me. I I think no gee is by far more fascinating more dynamic more entertaining factor that's yeah. what we are seeing on you know on tv you know with some of the grapplers but for me personally gi is that is the area where you know the technicality comes in that that you really i have to challenge myself because of the friction because of the grips because of the entanglements and all the other things right so i'm i'm a huge fan of gi what do you think about people who say I'm not advocating this statement, but people that say like, "Oh, Noki's more realistic in a street fight." Yeah. What do you think about this? Um, they are right. They are right. I mean, Noki is more realistic in a street fight. Yeah. I mean, it. it listen, if you look at it, it it's it's. If it, if you look at a situation itself, right, the Noki has a little bit less less confinement, a little bit less. Um, a uh, 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 rules around it, right? Like on a street, if somebody's breaking your leg, you can't say, "Oh, listen, you are a white belt, you can't break." The leg. No, like <laughs> if you if you yeah. look at street fights, it's street fight, right? Matter of yeah. fact, like if we're talking about being close to the street fight, we got to yeah. start talking about some of these, um, um, uh, you know, Eastern Bloc, you know, competitions they do do with 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 street jujitsu and slapping and. The, all the other things, and like car jujitsu. Have you car, seen those? Got him in a, in a, oh, literally in a phone Have you seen those? Booth? Car jujitsu yeah. is my favorite. I watch it all the time. Well, yeah, the phone booth was a recent. It's you know it's already was involved. a recent one that somebody showed me. Yeah. Say again. Oh, I was gonna say with the car jujitsu, it's already evolving. Like it's like a real game. Like before, people would just take off their seatbelts and just go start going at it. Now the the professional move is when they say go, is with your non-dominant hand, you cover your buckle and unbuckle them. No, you unbuckle yourself and you cover cover their buckle. (laughs) That's what you do. You cover their buckle and then you unbuckle yourself. So, like, that's the news. Like, who's the fastest? So, they're, like, obviously training Yeah. because they don't even get to pick driver's side or or passenger's side. Dude, it's a good game. I believe I've evolved on this a little bit as far as the no-gi side. I actually think isn't... Gi more realistic. I uh, for, take moves out. I'm talking about the uniform. Yeah, nobody's wearing spandex. is more like a real street fight because yeah. you would could be wearing a jacket or you have a shirt, mm-hmm. and I can use your clothing to manipulate you. So I think you can make the argument. I am making the argument yeah. that no, isn't Gi the one that's more realistic because I can grab <laughs> that right now. Unless you run into John Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
I, I mean, I that, that's my take. suppose it's all how you look at it, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, suppose how you how you look at it, because from uniform perspective, you're hundred yeah. percent correct. I mean, most of the yeah. time we wear a jacket. Yeah. Most of the time yeah. we have something on our chest, and we have pants and so on, right? So from that perspective, yeah. But if you look at it from rule set perspective of what we are able to do, yeah. right? I don't know. Someone may lean towards nogi, you know. So it's like. I, listen, the bottom line is if you want to grapple, you want to be a good grappler, you should train both of them. Yeah. And, and they do overlap. They, 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 there's a benefit between, you know, training wrestling for jujitsu. There, there is there, all these things, even judo for, for jujitsu, yep. all that is important. They give you components. Now, the rules of engagement are different in all of these, you know, even the car jujitsu, all the other things. Like, I'm pretty sure we could draw some good conclusions out of all mm. the, 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 these activities. But the point is, that, listen, it, it we have this opportunity to train this awesome thing, and and like you know, if you can get your hands on it, then you're listening to this. You should. Matter of fact, why are you listening to this? You should this be is, on the mat right now. This is, <laughs> that's that's why I ask before I roll with people, yeah. ask them if they're left-handed or right-handed. Really? Uh huh. And then what? How does that change? Because if, if they're left-handed, I play on my right side, and that's their dominant hand. Like if I end up in a bad position, I just both hands. I do two on one on their dominant, on their hand. dominant hand. Okay. Uh, Stupid observation. I keep on seeing like, okay, it's winter time and online, and I see people that take the scarf and they put it, they like double it up and then they put it through like the whole, like yeah. through the hole. No way. I'm like, why would I'm like a noose around a your neck? I'm like, oh, yeah, you just basically gave me something to grab <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna freaking choke you. It's called. The I look, I'm like, that guy definitely doesn't train. <laughs> that knot, that knot is called the clove hitch. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah. I look at that right now. I see, I see it constantly. Like these videos are like some like gray-haired, yeah. like 50-plus yeah. model guy. Even and easier he's like that, to kill. And he's tying it slow motion, and yeah. I'm like, I totally choke him. You, yeah. just, gotta, you just gotta teach him teach just him, a, teach him a cinch knot. Yeah. So when you pull on one end, it just gets tighter on the other. Yeah. <laughs> so, alright, next question. Take down or pull guard, Professor? Take down. I'm a judo guy. Take down. Ah, I yeah. was gonna ask you before. That was a question yeah. in the back of my... Did you... Were there any other martial arts that you trained coming up? I mean, so many people like, yeah, I started with Taekwondo when I was seven. My mom put me in. Did you study other martial arts? Uh, so Jiu-Jitsu was my first. Jiu-Jitsu was my first. Um, but I, I have, I have put significant amount of time to understanding stand up, understanding judo, and um, yeah, I had, I had, I, I'm a big believer of, 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 of takedowns and, and don't take me wrong. It doesn't have to be all airborne, all the other things, but yeah. having, a, having an ability. And I think this is the key, having ability to be comfortable on your feet yeah, is something that I think 90% of grapplers don't have. Yeah. Can I, and yeah. that is I, key. I agree. I, you know, can I just call you out guard pullers on, unite on one little thing? I think sure. you said all that, and I loved it. But I think secretly you love foot sweeps. <laughs> I do. Like I do. everybody says the same thing. Everybody says the same thing, but they only do judo, so yeah. they could foot sweep. Well, listen. So, so like this is a separate conversation. But um, you know, I can tell you why that happens. I have my theory on this because if you look at judo in general, the purpose is to throw somebody and put their shoulders on the ground. The moment shoulders touch the ground, Oopa. you get your keys, hot dog, new t-shirt, whatever, go home, see you. <laughs> You're done, right? In jiu-jitsu, in jiu your shoulders touch on the ground and we are just starting. Yeah. So 
engaging into a full dynamic throw is inefficient, not ineffective, inefficient in jiu-jitsu. There's by far easier way to take somebody to the ground. And that's where foot sweeping comes in. You know, any type of ankle picks, foot sweeps, all that is off balancing and they go down to the ground, right? So it's a very easy way um, to, you know, transition that elevation down to the ground and then you can start working. You know, so um, that's my theory. And yes, I am huge. I'm a huge fan of foot sweep, foot sweep, ankle picks, all that. Um, but I, I also yeah. love getting people airborne. Just, you know, <laughs> just, that's there's so, there's something behind that. So back to the, the 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 argument about like what's realistic and street fight. I do like that when I hear people having that argument or I've been in a conversation with that argument. I'm like, so when was the last time that you had a street fight? I'll ask you, Professor, when was the last time that you had a street fight? Good question. Okay. Zero. When was the last time you had a street fight, Miguel? Probably when I was still in the Army. Long the time, last time ago, I had a street ago. fight, I, I had a fight in a club, was before I trained, before I started training jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I have not, I think that most people who train jiu-jitsu, if we, you know, you they're, get humbled. They're too tired you, to fight, you're, Yeah, you're too tired to fight. <laughs> <laughs> you probably, your knees are bad and you don't want to fight. <laughs> but I think that very early on, you get humbled and you start to realize, I don't know what other people know. And then when you get good, you say, I don't want to hurt somebody. I don't want to go to jail because I hurt somebody. Yeah. Right. So, so you're not starting fights. Um, yep. So I go back to the argument, you know, somebody says, oh, well, that's not realistic. Or they want to learn how to like, you know, give me the old Gracie, you know, uh, I grab you from behind. I'm like, when was the last time that happened to you? I'm not saying that you shouldn't study those things, but when people start having arguments over what's better, or you should know this and that, when was the last time you had a street fight? You're having an argument over jujitsu and street fighting and what's better. When was the last time you had a street fight? Everybody says no. The answers are the same here. Like, no. What's the argument? I go to jujitsu for mental health. I go to jujitsu for physical yeah. health and to work out and the camaraderie. That's why I'm there. I not so, after my heart attack. I was not so concerned yeah. about about competing anymore. Just like I didn't feel like I was going to be able to get there again, and and maybe I will one day. But it's it. I'm there for a different reason. It goes back to the whole. There's more of us than them. I think there are more people like me that go because they like the camaraderie. It gets rid of their stress from the day, it makes them you know, and it makes them feel good. I don't know a lot of guys that are super ripped from just doing jujitsu. Like everybody does other stuff. So like, if you want to get ripped and you know go. And be a professional, right? You got to do oh, other dude, stuff. I think pets, I go there for specific for that stress relief, and I love my training partners, and I like the camaraderie. Yeah, I was just gonna say I think uh, PEDs are more prevalent in civilian jujitsu than professional jujitsu. Like the over, like usually the executive class, like the over forty. Yeah, well, everybody's doing some TRT now. We've talked about they're that. They're business owners. Yeah, they're all. Like they want to keep up and they're doing so. And I look and, and I'm, go for it, dude. Uh, I'll, I I'll love say, it. What, what are you? What are you? We talked about PDs before. I know down here in Florida, everyone's doing some type of TRT or TR, you know, testosterone replacement. There are these places that are popping up that you can go and get your 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 it's testosterone good. levels checked and then be given a kit to go. Basically, um, it's not the testosterone dudes, shot. You're 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 helping your body create its own natural yeah. testosterone. That's essentially what everybody's doing now. Am I wrong? No, yeah, no, it? no. They're just staying at an equal level of or a manageable level, like a a not young but a manageable level of of testosterone through their body. And down here, on top of that, your dudes are wearing pretty much no gi 
in South Florida all the time. <laughs> do, do you yeah. are, are you seeing that same thing where where you are? Or I mean, again, I don't know if it's just is it a Florida I, thing? Is it be, you know? Is it just like oh, I'm gonna go to the beach? You know, three sixty five. Well, first of all, we don't wear shorts all year long because <laughs> we would freeze where I'm at. But but I, I think it's it's getting listen, like a, the last few years I think that topic is getting more a little bit more and more and more traction. You know, I think people I th- first of all, I think we are more aware of health in general. Yeah. I think especially guys who have been training for a long time, and by long time I mean more than five years. Um, you know, we do see wear and tear. You know, like, you know, um, we had we had Zanji Ribeiro on, on our show on the Raw Radio, and he said something interesting that stuck me in, in my mind. He said, it's not the amount of time that you train that gets you, it's the mileage that you put in. And that's a very different mindset, right? Because you could have somebody, somebody who trains for 25 years, but they train once a, once a week, and they are just you know, kind of casual hobbyist, you know, they have no desire to compete. And you have somebody else who will train for two years, they will go seven days a week, they will compete every weekend. The mileage on that person is going to be very different yeah. than on the first mm-hmm. one. Right? So it, it's not necessarily the age or how long we are training is, is the, the, the wear and tear that we are putting yeah. on our bodies. Yeah. And, and I think at some point, we do have to think about recovery. Like I think jujitsu, is one of the few, if not the only sport or activity that we really don't look at like the recovery component. Like even the warmups, let's be honest. Your purple belt, you're not showing up to warm up. It's just, it is what it is. It's a waste of time. Okay. I'm not going mean, to be that purple everywhere. belt. I'm not going to be that purple belt. Uh-huh. I love warm ups. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to sure. take you off your thought, Professor, but I have committed to myself to never be that person. And unless I'm coaching a class or I was coaching, I'm doing the warm-ups even when I'm a Or just did the class before. If there's something that I can't do because my back is screwed up or my knee, I while they're doing the warm-ups, I can't do a specific move. I'm doing jumping jacks. I'm doing something. And, okay, there's like just certain things I can't do because of my lower back. But otherwise, I try to do everything. And I, I always did them in purple. I always did my warm-ups. Never showed up late unless it was like work-related. But I, I, but, I, I'm making I, a commitment to myself. I'm saying it here. I want to be the guy you. that's always doing my warm-ups, even at Black Belt. Good for you. I mean, yeah. good for you. But but listen, there is more to it than just physical even aspect of it. For, for warm-ups and cool-downs, like we are pivoting on different topics yeah. here. But, you know, for me, like being part of a warm-up is engaging mentally into that room, engaging mentally into being with your team being mm-hmm. with that group of guys or girls who are there you know and a silly listen don't take me wrong i'm gonna put this in there there are some stupid ass warm-ups out there that people do and it is what it is <laughs> oh, but the point but the point that you show up on time you show the respect to your team forget about the instructor but you show respect to your teammates to your training partners you're there with them you're there for them you set the same mindset all around the room and you're training together as silly as it is that goes heavy, in my opinion. Now, sometimes we are late. Life is good. Okay, there are by far more important things in jujitsu than I mean, and more important things in life than jujitsu. Okay, family comes first, always, always will be. You know, sometimes we can't make it, but there's difference between I'm not going because I don't need it, versus something came up and I can't make it. So, like, we can always differentiate that. You, you do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I know I there are a couple of guys in my gym, and I, and I say we, we we joke about it a little bit. We do an open mat on Saturdays and Sundays at my gym, and it's really it's supposed to be a two hour, 
we now do, it wasn't always like this, we do one full hour of drilling on Saturdays and Sundays before we start rolling. And guys don't show up to the second hour. Mm -hmm. Drives my coach nuts. Drives it nuts. They know. They're, yep. they're doing it. I've talked to some of the yep. guys that are like, yeah, I'm not I'm not coming for the drilling. Like, but do you understand it's not a fairness thing, but I think what you just it's out of respect for your training partners and the people you're about to roll with. You're gonna come, you're fresh, you're not tired from an hour, essentially an hour workout, and then you're gonna come and roll like it's the ADCC finals. That's where pe- yeah. that's where I think it rubs people the wrong way, and I know that's what pisses my yeah. professor off. Now you're gonna come here and you're yeah. gonna do some fancy shit on somebody who's been training for an hour. It's more respectful to come, <laughs> even though you don't want to do it. Come and do the whole, you know, come and do the whole class, do the whole thing. For us, it's a two-hour class on. You call it an open mat. It's a two-hour class on Saturdays and Sundays, guys. You go harder. For you go thing. harder on the dry guys. <laughs> 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 Sounds funny when you say it like that. Um, no, I mean I do. I I take the uh, the approach. Um, I'm always, it's, you know, a lot of I'm. I was talking to my wife about this the other day that um, it's like it's kind of weird because we've had a few black belts that got that black belts at my academy, but they've slowed down. They don't come as much. They're older guys. They're 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 de- over forty, maybe even more forty five now, and, and they just don't come. And I'm like it's kind of weird. I'm like I hope I'm not that guy. I'm at you know three stripe brown belt. Will I have my black belt in the next year if I stay healthy? Probably. I feel like I'm still going to be you know I go my three four days a week. Definitely, I try to go to the, both open mats on the weekend. I hope I'm not that guy. I want to be that guy that's that's there. But I don't am I going to age out? Am I going to be like, you know, shit, I'm going to be 50, 51? I oh, the back, I had this conversation. Know? I had this conversation with a friend of mine um a few months back and he made an interesting comment which um you know, made made me think a little bit. And he said that Despite the fact that we have multiple belts in jiu-jitsu and there could be reward systems as far as competitions and trophies and the other things, um, he said, essentially, there's two milestones, two big milestones in for jiu-jitsu practitioner. One is a blue belt. Second one is a black belt. And the everything in between, it, it's kind of, you know, kind of like almost disappears and the way how he phrased this was blue belt is the first true reward it's what everybody aims for nobody cares about the stripes nobody i mean everybody is proud of them and all that but we don't train for stripes when you sign up you want that blue belt you don't want to be that white belt you want to be a blue with a color belt the different one that you want to be part of the crew right that's the first one and the second one is is the black belt Right. And I start thinking about this. It's like when I was younger, damn, yeah, like I was hungry for that blue belt. No matter what, I wanted that blue belt. But no moment, the moment the blue belt came around, like I wasn't thinking about that purple belt as much. But I that, that black belt was like on the horizon. That was my goal. That's what I was aiming for far away. But it was is on my side. And we were talking about it for a while. And he says, this could be a reason why so many quit right after they get their blue because they got what they wanted. They got the milestone, they achieved that goal. And there could be so part of that reason why so many, once they stick around to that purple belt, they get to the black. But then after the black, they kind of start fading out. And obviously age, wear and tear, family, profession, careers, all that has layers on the top of all this. 
But a lot of people do stick around until they get their black belt. And then they are like, okay, well, now, you it. know, I have the black belt. So, you know, yeah. and I don't, there might I be don't some feel like I would be. That, you know? I don't think you'll be like that. I don't think I would be like that. It's like, it's uh, um, Jason, our last guest, uh, a, a, a former police officer on the last episode said, he's like, now, like, getting the black belt out of the way was just like, I'm done now. Not done. I'm done with jujitsu. I'm done with worrying about the colors. Who's yeah, really, I'm not I really going to worry about the stress. That's it. I made it to black belt and now I can have fun. I can enjoy it. Training is different. Mm-hmm. My mindset's different. I'm not focused on that thing that, yeah. you know, that, 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 that changing of the, of, of the belts. So I, I get that. And I, I kind of feel like that's where we're at. Like, it's not I'm, about the color. Like I know once I hit brown belt, it was just like, didn't, I, it's not about, I didn't worry about it anymore. I was just like, I felt a certain responsibility to live up to the brown belt, but I wasn't like, mm-hmm. oh God, the black belt's right around the corner. You know, it's just like, I this was, is cool. Dude. I almost, the, the higher I went in belts, the more I was just like, I'm okay here for longer. I'll stay here for a while. I don't oh, yeah. need, like, you're so <laughs> hungry to move so quickly in the beginning. Yeah. And then later it's just like, no, 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 I'll stay there. And I understand those guys. When I remember when I was purple and we started the show, a lot of guys would be like, I'm not ready for my blue belt or I'm not ready for my purple or uh, he's going to give me stripes. I don't think I'm ready. And I'm like, what don't he okay. let your professor worry about that. You're ready. You've been doing it. You know, you're judicial. Yeah. You're good. You're getting better. It's like you're, you get your blue and now you're going to learn blue belt shit. It's not, you got your blue and you have to know everything that everyone else knows at blue belt. Like you, you've reached yeah. that milestone. Like you said, yeah. And now it's like, now you're going to learn blue belt stuff. And then when you get your purple, it's not mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know everything that a purple belt's supposed to know. So here's your belt. No, now you're going to learn the purple belt stuff. And I think when people look at it like that, they go, "Okay, that's, that makes sense." That I feel feel like pressure off a little bit. I feel like that's changed now because, like, I'm definitely part of this, uh, like, new way. Because there's a lot of new people that are starting jujitsu now. I think it's bigger than it ever has been. But they're like my age or like mid 30s or early 30s when they're starting. Mm-hmm. So they've already done. And if they usually, it's always like. Uh, you know, an LEO of some type, person who used to do some sort of other activity that was, you know, something like that, like wrestling or whatever, or military. So it's like they've already done something that they knew that's like, oh, this is this is for the long haul, you know? So like yeah, when, yeah. when I when I came in, like I've already I already know what it's like. I wrestled, right? So like I already know what it's like to like suck and then keep doing it, grind and learn. And yeah, exactly. The process is there. So it's like as soon as I did jujitsu, I was like, this is awesome. I never cared about blue. I absolutely loved being a four stripe white belt. Yeah, because it was like I I, I was saying it was, so awesome. I was talking to, to my I keep on saying I was talking to my wife. We were actually just talking about this as it relates to like wow, you know, black belt is kind of around the corner. I you know and and. I said, hey, honey, you know that, like, I, I've heard this a million times. I don't know if the numbers are true, but it's like out of 10,000 people that start jujitsu, one person gets their black belt. I'm not sure if that's an yeah. actual number, if that's based on any type of actual scientific science so. or, or mathematics, but it does make sense. I told her, Ask I said, him. I saw a picture the other day of the school that used to train with me at. I saw a picture, and it was just a few years ago. And there were like, out of the 20 people there, there were still like five people that I could look at and go, they still train actively there. Not that people went to other schools, people that stopped doing jujitsu. I'm like, wow, you know, there was at least 20 people and like five of them are still doing jujitsu. So I can, I get those numbers. I mean, those, that math kind of probably works out. Yeah. Do you see that? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? 
I mean, listen, the, 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 I, I don't know what the numbers are, to be honest with you, but I, I do know that more people quit jujitsu than they stick around. You yeah. know, it, it is, um, you know, it's like, I think that that's why I'm number one topic on most of the instructor's mind. Like, how do you retain students? How do you keep them engaged? You know, and I think it kind of goes back to the conversation we had a little bit earlier is that stimulator factor it's it's the entertainment factor like listen the moment we get bored no matter what it is i don't care if it's checkers swimming or jujitsu the moment you get bored you check out like once you check out like even think about yourself like you mentioned a few um a few moments ago you, you know you had some injuries you know you take two three four weeks off how easy or hard is to come back so and i'm not saying that you don't want to yeah i'm not saying that you don't want to because we all do want to but how how What's the process of you actually getting there, changing, getting on a mat, and now going through this whole psychological process in Anxiety. your head? You yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. This is why people quit most of yeah. the time, you know. And reasons vary. Reasons vary. Some of them are legit, where your life, work, family overcomes and it takes over priority. Let's be honest. In my opinion, most of the time it's laziness. We just, we just, we, we just get so lazy. Much we sit back. To be at we, home. And it's absolutely. I honestly I think mean, I can not do jujitsu and still watch jujitsu and enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I, I feel like I could relate to that mentality, but I could never. Quit I don't going. watch any sports that I don't do or to the like when I say like like UFC. You know, I hit the bag. I might yeah. not be sparring in the gym, but I'm hitting the bag. I love it. It's something yeah. that I like to do. I don't watch football. I don't watch hockey. I don't. I don't play those sports. Yeah. Not since I was a kid. This is something like I watch it because I do it. I like I watch play, it because there are aspects of what I do in that sport, and I and I love that. I like it. playing them all. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's yeah. fun. All right, let's let's move to our next question, Coach. I know that you, uh, uh, Professor. I know that you've got. Uh, we're on a, a little bit of. Uh, I know what time we have to end, so we're going to end before that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you're good. We we got time. Okay, so uh, music during rolling, yes or no? Do you play music in your academy? Uh, yes, I do. However, specific times. So I, I do think that um, sound stimulation helps us to focus. It helps us to relax. It creates a certain dynamic. However, selection of the music is important, and then um, the volume of the music is important. So, like when I teach, um, because of the big room that we have, it's very echoey. So we have speakers all around. So there is a music hovering in the background, very, very lightly, just to eliminate the echoing. However, it's very quiet, right? So like I need to be heard, and that's important, right? If music yeah. is blaring, no one's going to listen to me or hear me, right? So that's one. However, say again. Oh, I said white noise machine. Just play a white noise. Yeah, tone. essentially. Yeah. yeah, essentially, right? Now, if it's a sparring session or drilling session, like heavily and physically intensive, man, we put good music on and we go, right? So, like, I'll tell you a funny story, actually. This was a few years back, which we will never, ever do again at my academy. <laughs> we, came up, we came up with an idea. We said, hey, we're going to create a poll. What kind of what kind of music you want? Okay, We're going to play whatever you want. No. Okay, boom. And the entries came in, okay, boom, 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 boom. And then we start sharing that, right? And then it's like, okay, we're going to play this. And obviously, you know, everybody's ball busting. And it's like, oh, there's a smooth jazz. Boom. Oh, here's a Christmas carol. Boom. Oh, my God. Man, we went from a death metal to Christmas to smooth jazz. to It was ridiculous. They shut in, that down the in the moment. Uh, what, what's your go-to? <laughs> so, so you can you're controlling the dial now. You're controlling what what plays. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, yeah. it, it's a team effort. Yeah. So, like, you know, most of the time, instructor is the one who will play whatever it is. If yeah. it's me, I'll put something on. What's your go However, I'm very conscious of. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, you know, I'm kind of, you know, rock, you know, something with the upbeat music, you know, that's that's kind of what we, what I typically play. However, some guys like it heavier, some like as some guys like like it lighter, you know. So it 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 it, it really, and I don't even mind like if <laughs> if one of my one of my students jumps in and, and wants to switch around, that's fine as long as the time is appropriate, and I think that's the key, at least for me. I love when like the professor puts on a mix. Or like a station. I think he's usually using Pandora. It's the same song. And then something like then something really <laughs> weird comes on, like something slow or unexpected. Kai, go change it. I love if I know the song and it's weird. I love singing. Like if I'm rolling, I'll start singing it to my partner. <laughs> yeah. Especially like if it's like a love song or something weird or that's supposed yeah. to be sexy or booty. I don't know. Whatever. It, ballad, I'll sing it. Yeah. And 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 hats. It was back to my my first professor. He let us joke around a lot, and I've always carried that over. And my professor likes to joke a little. He'll let you get away with a little bit. My first professor, it was just like we took it seriously, but we were everyone was allowed to make a joke that wasn't a time where it was like inappropriate. And his his go to was he would show us like a back take, uh, and then he'd be like, "Okay," and then you whisper in their ear, "I like your panties," and that was <laughs> that was his go to. So he he just allowed us to joke, and I've always just it, that's been the. I've luckily been at two gyms, the two gyms that I trained at that were, allowed you to be funny and be yourself. And I like being the class clown sometimes. And I'm always the older guy in the room. There's always a joke about being old or a heavier guy. So I, I, I love that he he allows that. I know my limits, though, with Felipe. I know, like, all right, yeah, it's time to shut up and, and not do something. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, okay. Well, so but next question. Go ahead. That's important. No, that's important at the academy, right? Like, cause like if, if the academy is boring, nobody's going to train, right? It, it, and if it's inappropriate, nobody's going to train. Like, you know, it, it's these dynamics create culture essentially. Also, if you don't try to beat each other. Don't try to win practice. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you yeah. got to try and win practice. You know, you said something before I, I, I went on, I know I went on off on a tangent like I do, but I was going to say that I, when I roll, Again, I'm usually like there aren't a lot of black belts. That's where I was going when I said that before. There aren't a lot of black belts there. There are a few browns, and I when I do roll with the lower belts, I roll just like a tad above their level. I bring my level to their level so that it's not me just beating on them. I'm not there to like I'm not training for a competition this week. I'm training because again it's fun, the camaraderie and uh, and the exercise. So like now I'm in this place where I can really have fun with it, and every once in a while there's somebody that's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, mother, I rather, let's go. I where, get where, come on, times. we're doing this. But most of the time, because there's oh, there are only like usually like maybe two to three other brown belts um, at, at any given time. It's it's mostly purple and below. I will I make sure that I bring myself down so that they want to roll with me. They have fun. I don't try to instruct them, but I might tell them something at the end, like, hey, remember that thing? You do it this way. Just put your arm here. It's going to work. You know, you know, trust me. But I, I bring myself down to that level. So I'm, rather, not, I'm, not rather, bringing the, I'm not bringing the wrath down on I'd rather a get white tapped. belt. I'd rather get tapped 35 times in one roll than have somebody do that to me. Uh, and, and that's fine. I just I think that guys <laughs> are realizing I'm that guy that's like, okay, even though I'm heavier and I'm a higher belt now, I'm not going to smash them. So a white belt will come to me and be like, okay, not a rest round by any means, but they know that I'm going to let them work a little bit. 
I'm not going to let them ta- <laughs> short of tapping me because I, I still have a little bit of an ego. I will I will ha- let them have fun and let them learn something, and I won't just smash them. I think this kind of goes back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier in the episode. Is like the you know as humans we learn different ways. You know when we accept different environments, different things, we process information different ways. Like I have some students who will do privates with me on daily basis, and we not we will not do one technique. We we just talk strategy, philosophy, and things, and and like. I, I'm not here to judge whether this is useful to you. If this is what you need, then this is what you're going to be. And I have other students who doesn't don't want to learn one technique. They just want to flow. They want to feel it. They 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 want to be in a dynamic position. And then I have others who who literally will, you know, spend full 60 minutes analyzing and breaking down one single move to the point where it's, you know, like just digestible, you know? Yeah. And so I, I think it's what's interesting about this this conversation is like that we all learn different way, you know, and acknowledging how I learn. That's one thing. But acknowledging how my partner learns. This is where I can be helpful. Yeah. Right. Because imagining giving somebody 20 pieces of advice and they can care less about it. You both wasted time. Yeah. So yeah. there's uh, there's a guy that I roll with at my gym that every uh, this guy could darse you from across the room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten better at Darce defense at people who mm-hmm. are crappier at doing Darces than this guy. Because, but still good. Because when I it's Enrico, dude. This kid's a beast, bro. You gotta meet him. Anyways, like he his his entries are so good and my jujitsu is so shitty. <laughs> it's it's not professor. He's and, he's he's being humble. No, it is against him. There's yeah. a difference. He's like okay. the he's putting a lot of miles on his car. Yeah. Right? And he's a newer model car. I'm like yeah. I'm an eighty four <laughs> Pinto. No. And he's a two he's a two thousand Mustang GT five hundred. Gotcha. Right? And uh so any hoots. But like my when I have a role with him and then I go to the next person, there's no I'm not scared of Darces. Of anybody yeah. else that I roll with, because yeah. he does that to me like yeah. at will, whenever he yeah. wants. Yep. Do you do you in in that role in that are you do you go into it knowing I am totally playing defense on this? I'm going. I know that I'm I have to, to play. I'm defense. trying to fucking kill that dude. Yeah, every okay. time. <laughs> every time. Have you come close? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you're doing a lot of defensive but, work then. Yeah. <laughs> But this kind of puts a you know interesting spin on all this, right? Like we we get better based on the environment that we find ourselves in. Yeah. You know, and I, I'll tell you a quick story. And and my son um, used to swim um, in the, in a club, and and you know I'm there with him, and and he does his laps and all the other stuff. And like I know most of the parents there are there, and there's this one guy shows up that I've never seen, and the annoying dude that I am is like, hi, how are you? I'm Thomas, and you know, <laughs> uh, and we start talking, you know. So I learned that this guy used to be a um, Olympic swimming coach. You know, I was like, oh, well, that's fascinating. I've never met anybody who was in Olympics, you know, and like we are chit chatting this and this and that. And, you know, as annoying as I am, I asked these stupid questions. I was like, so how do you become a good swimmer? You know, and he just looks at me and he goes, this was groundbreaking for me. And he goes, you get in a pool. And I, <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, well, thanks, genius. I mean, that we know that. I was like, no, you don't understand. I was deep. You get in the pool without getting in the pool. You can't be good swimmer, you know? And, and then I start thinking about all this and like, it's, it's almost like same thing in jujitsu. Like if you want to be good at defending Dars, 
you need to be in the doors. Yeah. If you want to be good with passing the guard, you can't be pulling guard. You can't. Yeah. You got to be on top. You got to pass the guard. So in order for us to be good at anything, we got to put ourselves in these positions and yeah. we got to we, we, we got to work at it. We got to fail. We got to fail. And again and again and again and get better and step by step developing these systems. And, and we have this understanding of what's going on. And then, you know, then we are awesome. Like Miguel. You know, it's, you know. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that like when I'm saying I'm trying to kill this guy. It's again, it's an 84 Camry versus a 2000. So it's like me going hard is him idling. You, yeah. up, you know what you I mean? Yeah. Me. But you know what? So it's like, it's not the same. It's not like I'm trying to kill him and he's having a hard time doing anything. The the beauty of jujitsu is that there are levels. And I'm sure, as I good as he it. is, I understand it. I there's can't do somebody anything that's about doing it, that to him. It's like I have a disability. There is somebody that's doing that to him <laughs> <Yeah>. somewhere. <laughs> When he trains, there's somebody laying it on him and him going, man, I can't beat this guy. This guy's amazing from here or from there. Yeah. So, again, there's levels. I'm not going to kiss and tell, but this dude, he's scary to anybody in the room. Yeah, that's cool. But I think what's, I think also what's funny about this, that I think some other people might feel the same way about you. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, somebody who's, this is the first day one. (laughs) <laughs> but still, it's like, whoa, who's this Miguel guy? I want to be like Miguel. I'm starting to believe. Uh, I, you know, like they say, like, believe somebody when they tell you who they are. Yeah. Miguel's been making that same joke about <laughs> raining down, like, like raining down yeah, 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 fury yeah. on the, the trial, trial guy, guy. Highlight, that I believe that he's doing I it. I don't. It's it's I'm the Kobe Covington of trial class. Yeah, just not talking. Yeah, shit. I'm not. You're really talking shit. Yeah, okay. I'm super nice. Cause I feel bad if if Coach Adrian is losing students because of you. He's not. <laughs> My boy Raul starting jujitsu in Cupertino, California. Let's because go, of buddy. You? Hell yeah, so, so, that's all I talk about. Yeah. He tells me a problem, I'd be like, jujitsu fixes yeah. that. <laughs> Put a little jujitsu on that, right? <laughs> All right, Professor, listen, thank you so much. Hang on one second. Don't hang up. We're going to come take some pictures by the screen that you're on in the studio. But thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. Thank we you. have one last question for you, though. Ooh. Do you what is it? or do you not wash your belt? Oh, that's the million-dollar question that's forever, the, Black yes. Belt, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, isn't yeah. it? It's the isn't only it? reason it? we invited Let's- you here. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big setup. That was Sweet. It was all so, for this. All right. So, so, um, so I'll tell you. So this is an honest answer, right? And I we had the similar thing on my podcast, and somebody asked me that too, and Gary was making fun of me. But I think, you know, up to probably seven years ago or so, I have not washed my belt once. Matter of fact, like I have my belts displayed in my academy. Yeah. If you look at my white belt, it's not even close to white. It's yeah. like almost gray like it's falling apart and all <laughs> Andrew stuff, right? but but at some point you know I think like we mature we get older and like you understand that the belt has the you know junk in it and you probably should wash it so like honestly I think I have four <laughs> or five belts all together everywhere you know I use them yeah. for different purposes travel and the one that I teach and the one that I really have and all the other things but I to, to short answer is yes I do I don't do it frequently you know, uh, I you have know a once in a while I do wash it, but say it again. I said I have a name for people like you. You're you're uh, born again oh, belt washers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I get it. All right, man. Listen, we're well, gonna there leave you it go. There. Get baptized in the washing machine with Glade. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you again for doing this again, Professor. We really appreciate it. We'll put this out. Usually we're on like a – maybe we'll probably put this out next week. I think we're uh, – we've eaten up our uh, – the ones that we had pre-recorded in the can, I think we're we're right on back to like our normal schedule. So uh, I'm looking at Bo. We'll probably launch this before Thursday of next week. So we'll have it out. We'll tag you. We'll let you know we're putting it out. Tuesday. We do some good pro- promo and some some videos now too. So uh, we'll we'll send you. So we'll tag you. But again, listen, don't hang up. But don't go anywhere. Uh, thank you again for doing this. We really appreciate it. And uh, I know that last time we were supposed to do this. I got COVID when I think it was around the time you were coming down. I had to cancel my New Year's yeah. party at my house, and yeah, it was a, it was a mess. And I I never got to apologize to uh, to you for that. But next time you're down, let's try to do it again. All right. Absolutely. Hands right. down. We'll do it. Appreciate it. Thank you very All right. much. Thank you, Professor. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family-owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram, too at My Neutral Zone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at thebjjbox. Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a Jiu-Jitsu Dummy signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or geese with code JJD. All right, that was great. <laughs> I liked yes, it. Yes, it was. Good guy, yeah. right? Yeah. He's always cool. He's, uh, yeah. he, he, I, I love his insight. I think he has, uh, he reminds me a little bit like when I think of some of the guys that we've had on, like he's like those young guys, like Nick Salas. Yeah. And... Danny and Danny, Danny Freestyle, Danny Freestyle. Yeah. like I feel that's the he has the Got personality that, energy, that they're yeah. gonna have in ten years. Yeah. Like you think so? The way that they yep. look, the way that he looks at jujitsu, and the way he talks about jujitsu yeah. is the way that I can hear them talking about jujitsu yeah. in like ten years. They're already kind of talking. To, we have to yeah. give him a compliment on technically he did. I'm so appreciative <laughs> of his. The mic, the mic and the setup and the lighting. And the yeah, uh, <laughs> it was kind of cool. It was like dark on this side yeah, and light no, on this no, side. He, he not like like that one episode we had where it was like dark in the room, and then all of a sudden at the end of the episode, the guy we only saw the the I won't say yeah. who it is. We the only sun. saw his face. The sun. <laughs> and you know, it was I just remember like this. Everything else was dark. Yeah, yeah. And I remember uh, from when we first had him on till now, 
he's become really, really good with his like radio voice talking yeah. speech thing. Yeah, uh, really, I mean, he's doing podcasts. No, he's doing, you know, he's it, filming it really a lot of shows. content. It really yeah. shows that he's spending time on I'm, it. I'm sure he's gonna. That so he appreciates that's that. my compliment now to you. He was, he, was def- <laughs> he was definitely acting like he's been here before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's cool. I, we new, were supposed buddy. to have like you know that that really happened. Uh, I got COVID when he was he was down in Florida. He was going to come through, yeah. and I got COVID, and then I had to cancel. I always felt bad. That happens, bro. We we just we hadn't been able to coordinate something, but uh, it was like it was time, and uh, he, he's definitely going to he'll be in the in the studio one day. So look, it's, uh, we'll uh, we'll just leave it there. Cool. Uh, check us out at Jujitsu Dummies for all the ways to watch, listen, and support. I uh, my uh, my personal IG is Uncle Milty BJJ, JJD underscore DJJ, no at six no okay no sixty nine oh it would help here it, it is on the it's right here it's, it's right here everybody. you know where to find me bro <laughs> hit the follow button and I'm at B A D W E R K S bad works thank you are we gonna have you on on screen when uh. Yeah, with my choppers. When your choppers, with your new choppers. Nice. See my handy wisdom with, with the choppers. Two, with your, yeah, with your new toothpicks. We're gonna we're gonna have you on uh, well, on screen. Toothpicks. I'll be spitting right. out. I'll be <laughs> spitting out plastic teeth, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, listen. Thank you for watching and listening. Peace, love, jujitsu. Bye, guys. Oos. Oos. All right, now we hit the video.